Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Deserve More. Today, Ben Motives and I are talking about networking. This is super important for anyone that wants to improve in their career, in their social life. You want better people around you. And also for our recovery community out there that want to improve with their sober support. We need strong people around us. We need resources in order to win in life. Stay tuned. Hey, Ben Motives. What's up, Jill? Hey, nothing. Just hanging out. We have a really great topic today. Great topic. I'm so excited. Networking. Network. Your network increases your net worth. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. Networking is such a great... You came up with this, this topic, and this is such a great thing because I think so many people out there struggle with this. Like... Not even so much just networking, like just being out there and like talking to people, you know, and yep. like doing the the exchange type of deal, like conversations with people when you're trying to get, you know, uh, you know, improve on your business, on your sales, on, uh, you know, your social life, whatever. It's really hard for people to get out there. Yeah, it is, especially when they're trying to find a job or a career, yeah. you know, they don't they don't even know how to find it. They do what everybody else does. They go online, go on, go on, go on the internet. They start searching, searching, searching. They say, "Hey, oh, Barnes and Noble got an opening. Oh, there's an opening at Walmart. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna apply right now." And then they wait, no, no response. They wait, no answer. Right. See, here, here's the thing, guys. A lot of times when you see a job posting online, a lot of times it's just there because it's protocol. And a lot of times they already know who they want to work there. You know, they, the, the, the position is already filled. Yeah. Like a lot of places are already hiring from within first. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Like that kind of thing. Got it. They, they put it up there because they got to do it. You know, it's protocol. Right. right. So what can be a different way of going about this? Go into places. Yeah. Get your job letter, your resume. Mm-hmm. Get get anything that you think is going to win you that position. Show your face. Show right? your face. Yeah. Face to face. Yeah. You know, face to face interactions. Yeah, and you know, I always um, like I'll tell my clients that, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll tell different people that that are looking for um, advice, and it can be really hard to do, especially nowadays. You know, there was a time 10, 12 years ago when you could walk into a place and kind of sell yourself and have your resume in hand and somebody would be willing to talk to you. But nowadays, everybody wants to be behind the computer. Even when you go and you talk to somebody uh, at Walmart or, mm-hmm. or at, you know, whatever place you're, you're going to find a job, um, they're saying, you know, fill out the application online. Yeah. No. And you're definitely right. Some places are saying fill in your application online. Mm-hmm. A, lot of pay- a lot of places... Before you enter, it's a big sign that says, we're hiring. Yeah. Apply online. Yeah. Yeah. But check this out. You still got a lot of places that you, where you can't apply in person, you know? Right. Especially privately owned corporations. Yeah, it's true. Family owned and operated corporations. Those are the best to work with. Those are the best people to work with. Yeah. Those mom and pop places. Yeah. You know, and most of the times they're going to accept you. 
Mm-hmm. You walk in, you show your face, you sell yourself. Mm-hmm. They love your personality. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You tell them what you got to offer. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You got to learn how to sell yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And and know when maybe like you also need to know how to like read people. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Um, knowing the psychology behind it. Yes. And when you're talking to people, whether it is you trying to get a job or making a change in your career or just wanting to get yourself out there, or maybe like, you know, you want to improve your social, uh, you know, support system. You want to, you know, even people that are like dating and stuff. Oh, of course. Even if you're trying to find a girlfriend, you're trying to find a boyfriend. Yeah. Just like, think about it. Get out there. You see somebody that you're interested in, talk to them. It doesn't even have to be a big conversation. Just just start a small conversation. Yeah. You know, she's wearing a nice, she's wearing a nice necklace. Oh, I, I like your necklace. Just right. start a small conversation. Right, right. Like uh, when you start off with someone and you're talking to someone, regardless of what you're talking to them about or or your motive behind it. It's important to be able to identify with the person, right? Especially if, you know, for whatever reason, especially if you, you you're looking to do business with with an individual, you know, and, yeah. and, and and having relationships, you know, it's a back and forth. So, what can I offer this person? What can they offer me, mm-hmm. right? It's a it's a kind of a deal that that you're making and you have to be able to kind of in a way tell or or help the other person know how much they would love to have you in their life in one way or another right yeah, exactly like show them how show them show them how you're valuable like how valuable are you why they need you like if they got a business they in their mind they got to say so- something like you know i really need you this mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. won't be Good if Jill doesn't come on my team. She can right. be a great factor to my business. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I could. <laughs> I always am. Now, this is interesting. As you're saying this, I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's a strategy that people could use if we're still talking about the career part mm-hmm. where, you know, yeah, okay, maybe the person's going to be like the interviewer or 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 the the manager of the the facility or whatever it is. Maybe they're going to be asking you some questions, but another thing that you could do and something that I would really like as someone that would be hiring someone, I want you to ask me what I need. Nice. Right? Like if if I said to you, you know, Hey, listen, you know, and let's say you're the CEO of, of a company or something like that. You know, Ben, what is it that you need to make your agency better? What can I do to make to improve things? Like, what are you looking for? And then, you know, you don't want to just act like, OK, I can do all of that. Like if they're asking you, you know, oh, well, our sales are down and we really need improvement and you're not a salesperson. Don't go saying, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Right? Don't, don't make yourself look stupid. Right. Like you don't want to sell empty promises, but if there's something that they're telling you and you know, you can help them improve with it, be honest with them and tell them, Hey, you know, I have experience with this. I can help you with this. You need to tell people why they need you. Yeah. You got to tell them why. And that if somebody really needs you, 
you don't have to worry with anything. Because mm-hmm. whatever you really need, you're going to get it, right? So you're selling yourself and somebody really needs you, they're going to call you. Mm-hmm. Because no, nobody else is going to provide what you can provide. But you need to convince them that they need you. Yes. That's the psychology behind it. Yes. It sounds kind of fucked up. It sounds a little manipulative, but that's the deal. That's really the deal. (laughs) That's what it is, though. You know, like anybody that you have conversations with, anybody that needs help with something, doing business with people, whatever it is, they're looking for something from you. And you're looking for something from them. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Right. So just go after it. Now, you said something interesting. And this is the thing with Ben Motives. Ben Motives is fearless. He's one of these... You know what? I don't want to say you're a rarity because I think that there's probably a lot of people in the world like you. Yeah. That, yeah. And that just aren't afraid to like talk to people and, and have all the confidence in the world. And they know what they're about. They know their self-worth. Yeah. And they know that they're selling a great product. Right. Mm. And that's you. <laughs> and you've been very successful as a result of that. But for the other people that are listening, and I can kind of identify with this part of it, uh, for those of us that have a lot of anxiety, social anxiety, we're socially awkward, we're not confident, you know, in in what we're trying to do. Um, We don't know how to get ourselves out there, you know. I know that can be really, really challenging. It, It feels like, it's almost like you're so afraid of the rejection. You're so afraid of something that may not even happen, right? Like you make it up, you make it up in your mind. Yeah, exactly. You do. And you say to yourself, they're going to think I'm dumb. They think I'm terrible. This isn't going to work out. This person isn't going to like me, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, you kind of, you kind of ruin your shot before you even started. But how do you, like, how do you not be afraid of rejection and the word no? So for me, this may sound strange. I used to be afraid of rejection too. Yeah. So maybe I can share some advice of, uh, with 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 our listeners. Yes. So they can see like what helped me. Like how did I, how did I build this confidence? Please. So check check this out. Check this out. I used to be so afraid of rejection, and I would not approach anybody, until I started. I started watching like motivational videos. I started watching like networking, networking seminars. And somebody, a speaker said something and he was like, most people are generally nice. Mm. When I heard that, I was like, hmm. It's comforting. It's very, you know, it's very comforting. So before I would, before I would approach somebody, that phrase would always play in my mind. Most people are generally nice. So that was like the number one thing that helped me boost my confidence, that helped me reach out to people, that helped me to network. Yeah. That was the number one thing. The second thing that I, that I utilized was taking control over my mind. Like being aware what what I was telling myself. Yeah. Like, for example, I would say stuff like, oh, I'm not even going to go, man. Like, I'm not going to approach. I'm not going to approach because they're going to say no. And then I would question myself. I'm like, how do you know that they're going to say no? <sighs> What is the evidence? You have no evidence. You have absolutely no evidence that that person is, that that person is going to say no. Mm-hmm. You're just telling yourself that, mm-hmm. right? How about you try 
and then see if they're going to say no or if they're going to say yes. So for me, I started putting myself in the position where I was forced to approach. Oh. I was like, because check this out. Here's the deal. Once you get, once you get in the front of somebody's face, you're going to, you're going to say something. Because if you if you don't say something, you're gonna look very very awkward. Oh, so like force yourself to get in front of them. Yeah. So forcing forcing myself to get to get in front of them, yes. putting myself in the position where I have to talk. Yeah. So that was the next good strategy. And once I started, I realized, hey, look, some people are gonna say no, but some people are gonna say yes. Mm. You're gonna get yeah. the yes. You're gonna get the no's, and you just gotta roll with it. So right. that helped me a lot. And I just understood. I just understood. I just understood it. It's like you don't have to be afraid of rejection because everybody's not going to reject you. Right. It's something that you got to accept when you're rejected. Right. Some people are going to say yes, and some people are going to say no. It is what it is. Right. And when they do say no, don't take it personal. Yeah, yeah, that's tough because that's the thing. Yeah, that's what we do. We we take it so personal because. It's like, I mean, really what we're doing is we're projecting what we feel about ourselves onto somebody else. And so we reject ourselves. Therefore, this person must reject me or they're probably going to reject me. Oh, so wow. then we personalize it, you know, and we're personalizing it because they must feel the way I feel about myself. Yep. Right. Because I don't like myself right now and I have low self-esteem right now. But that's not always the case. Sometimes when you're being told no, it just means not right now, right? It, that's all. It doesn't mean no permanently. You suck. No one's going to say that to you. And if anybody does, fuck that. You don't want them anyway. But it just means not at this time. And and one of the things that you said, Ben, was someone's going to say yes. Yeah, somebody's going to say yes. So how about this? Play, play like a game with, with yourself. Do an experiment. Just <laughs> do an experiment. Go out, reach out to like 20 to 30 people. And at the end of the day, calculate the amount of people that said yes and calculate the amount of people that said no. It's a great idea. And then you're going to prove to yourself that some people are going to say yes. And you're going to know your ratio, whether it's 10 out of 20 10 out of 10 out of 30 or whatever. You're going to know each like for every 30th person. Uh-huh. That's that's already 10 yeses. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. I remember you saying something like this cuz I Ben and I talk about this stuff all the time. And I remember you saying um like you count how many no's you get. Mhm. Is that what you mean? And then you know the yes is coming. Like, yeah, okay, it, I got five no's. I know there's a yes coming. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. You can do it like you can do it like that as well. And what I also do is play the game. I play the game. Yeah. It's like you're in the road, right? And then pothole, 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 and then smooth surface. So every pothole is a no. So you drop, 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 and then a smooth surface. And those that's when the yes starts coming in. Mm, but you, like just, you just got to keep motivating yourself. You got to tell yourself that somebody is going to say yes. Yes. The yes is out there. You just got to look for it. Right. You know, make right. it fun. Just look for it. It's like a challenge. It, yeah, it is a challenge. And you know what gets a lot of people? What? Here's what gets a lot of people, Joe. Because it used to get me too. Mm-hmm. 
just because one person says no, that doesn't mean that the next person is going to say no. You know? Right. So a lot of people, they stop at the first no. They don't, they don't continue. Oh yeah. So true. Cause it, 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 we panic. Yeah. And so you have to, even though you're being told no, you have to go out again and you're probably going to be to be told no again, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but the key is you keep going and you keep going, you work through that. And before you know it, it doesn't phase you anymore. It doesn't phase you anymore. And check, check, what, check this out. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. It doesn't phase you anymore. Right. And after the first no, you're going to forget about, you're going to start forgetting about the no's. Right. Right. And you got, you got to keep going. You, you got to keep going after it with the same enthusiasm as if you first started. Okay. So let's touch on that for a second. This is okay. I'm glad you got into this because now we talk about motivation all the time. Yeah. But when your tail is between your legs, you've been told no for whatever it is, you know, whether you're looking for a friend and they're like, you're not my cup of tea <laughs> or, you know, you're looking for a date and you know, the person just doesn't call you back or, you know, you're, you're looking for a career change and it's just not happening for you or you're looking for a sponsor and, and they're not able to do it right now or whatever it is. When you're feeling like that, how do you keep yourself going and trying the next thing? I yeah. think with, with that, I think it's self-motivation, man. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think that's a big one. What do you like? What do you tell yourself when you're rejected? Do you do you say stuff like, oh, I don't, I'm not worth it. I don't I don't deserve it. <laughs> you know, do you say stuff like that? Or do you say stuff like, man, whatever, I got this. Oh, I like that. You know, that's I got this. Better. Yeah, man. She said no. He said no. That's their problem. Right. I'm not going to take that as my problem yeah. because it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. It has all to do with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got to pick yourself up because sure. sometimes when people tell you no, you're the only one in the room. Nobody else is there. Mm -hmm. it's, on, it's only you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to cry about it? Or are you going to keep moving? Yeah. Keep going just one step, yeah. one day. Just work through it. You yeah. got to work through the discomfort. You're never going to not be afraid. If you're someone that has anxiety with approaching people and networking, you're probably always going to have that anxiety to a certain extent. Yes. But it will improve. And you're going to be able to um, have these conversations. You're going to be able to get better at this. But it requires practice just like anything else. You got to put yourself out there. Now, one of the things that we always talk about um, is just kind of starting small. Like we talked a little bit about identifying with the person that you're talking to, you yeah. know, with your networking, um, starting a small conversation, right? Yeah. Um, relating with them on some kind of level. That's all you got to do. Pay attention, like be interested in them. You know, uh, most of the time, just like you said, Ben, like when you have conversations with people, most people are pretty nice. Most people are. And they're interested. In yes. You. Yeah. And it's like, all you got to do, find something similar. For example, you got some shoes on that I got in my closet. <laughs> I'd be like, man, that's a, those are some good shoes, man. I got <laughs> yeah. the same ones. I got the same ones in my closet. Where did you get yours from? Yeah. Boom. That's a conversation in itself. See, here's what people don't understand. You got to build engagement. 
get the person engaged. How do you build engagement? Yeah. Find something between both of you that's similar. Right. Similarities build engagement. Right. Right. Exactly. Find the similarities. I think a lot of people are so focused on the differences and mm -hmm. making themselves different and making the other person better than you or different than you or worse than you. We're always comparing people, right? If you change your perspective and you look for what you have in common, you're going to have a great network. You're going to be able to have people around you that are resourceful, that want to help you. You know, and, and the thing with networking, I think one of the most important things is that these should be individuals that want to see you succeed just like they want to succeed, yes. right? And they should be boosting you up. A lot of people don't realize this. They're involved with a lot of toxicity around them, negativity, especially in the workplace. I know you know this and I know this. In other places that, you know, I've worked along the years and I'm sure it's happened to you too. There's always the gossips. There's always the people that are always complaining. Yes. And you find yourself around them and it 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 drains you. It's it's toxic. It's contagious. So stressful. Yeah, and you have to get away from them. You have to get away from them and you have to find the people that really value themselves and um, you have to like be allies with them, you know, like they have something that you want. So, you know, you want to have a, a good alliance there and um, they're not going to reject you. That's the thing. And then no matter what happens, you know, whatever's going on in your life, if you have a good solid network, they are going to be there to keep you up. It's not just going to be you anymore. It's you going know? to be a team. It's going to be a team, and and that's what it should be all about. And that's a and that and that's another thing. You mentioned something mm -hmm. so interesting, and you know what it made me think about? What? You ever heard that phrase? Like attracts like. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, law of attraction. Law of attraction, the best. So, like attracts like. You want you want to be an artist. You got to be around artists. You want you want to be a doctor. You got to be around doctors. Right. And you you know you get the point. You know what, you know what I'm talking about. Right. People get scared, though. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say people. I get scared. Like I I think about it. Like as you're saying it, it's like, you know, like I remember a time, and I I only say these things because I feel like other people can identify with it. Like listeners out there, maybe can identify with it, but. There's a lot of people that are very competitive. I'm one of them. And they're always comparing themselves to other people. And mm -hmm. so I think a lot of the reasons why people struggle with networking, they stay isolated and alienated because they're afraid yeah. that they're going to surround themselves with someone that could be better or more talented. And they feel like shit about that because they're so insecure. When really, you're supposed to be around somebody that's better than you so that they can teach you. Right? People don't like <laughs> to be the student, though. No. Everybody they, want to be on top, but you got to yeah. start small. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so, like, I. it, it kind of blows my mind because, and I know there's people out there listening to this that are like, yes, because we have to be students. How are you? You're not supposed to know everything. You're not supposed to know what to do. There's going to be people that are better at, uh, better at things than you. You got to straight crawl, up. Man. You got to crawl before you can walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Right. Use it to your advantage. Learn what you can from those people. And then you move forward. Before you know it, you have people looking up to you 
you know, and, and wanting to get your supervision, get your help with things, you know, so it, it kind of like, it's a, it's a cycle that way. And that's why I I always admired my father and I would, I would never forget the things that he taught me. Hmm. You know what he always told me? What? Anybody that you are around always learn. Yeah. Because you can learn from anybody. Anybody. Always learn because you can take the lessons that you learned mm-hmm. and you can excel in your life. Yeah. Always learn. Always pick up on something. Always learn something new. That's yeah. how you better yourself, you know? Yeah. That's why you got a network because different people have different things to bring to the table. Yeah, exactly. And when you're staying alienated and isolated, right, you're missing out on so much opportunity. And, you know, I know I, I see this and I, I've struggled with it too, where you wonder why nothing's happening for you. And yet you're not putting yourself out there for things to happen for you. Big one. You're not surrounding yourself with people that will help you. So you're like staying within your four walls. You're maybe overdoing it on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, you're playing video of, games all day. Yeah. yeah disconnected disconnected you're stagnant you're stuck and they want to complain about being stuck that's why you're stuck by the way that's one of the reasons Mm -hmm. get out one of my one of my friends one of my friends from hollywood florida when i first when i first got down here you know you know what the first thing he told me ben gotta get out the house (laughs) get out the house all day (laughs) because you gotta get out he was on your case huh he was on my case you got to get out. I know. That's... How are you going to meet people if you're not getting getting out of your house? I know. How are you going to improve on anything if you're not getting out? I know. People let their fear get the best of them. Yeah, fair. Or, yeah. No, I'm just saying, man, fear is a big thing. Fear is the number one. I think that's the number one thing that stops a lot of people. Yes. It's fair, man. It got to be. I don't think anything else stops people more than fear does. Absolutely. And... People believe, I think there are people, there are probably people out there listening right now that believe this is going to fall into your lap one day. Like one day it's all going to make sense and you're going to be successful and you're going to have everything that you needed and more. I mean, maybe, maybe that happens for some people. I don't know. I don't, that sounds like magic. You believe in magic? Yeah. I I don't know, man. Right. It's not real, man. (laughs) If you don't put in the work, I don't think anything good is going to happen for anybody. No. And then you're just stuck in that, you know, you're stuck in that stagnant situation that we always talk about and, and and you're negative and you're complaining about it. I think that's what happens with a lot of those negative people. They're so agitated that nothing's happened for them because they don't get that they need to like put themselves out there, but they feel like shit about themselves. They don't like themselves. So they don't want to put themselves out there. Um, But, you know, going out, going places, talking to people, even being out at a restaurant, anywhere, like just talk to the people next to you. Yes. You know, you never know. The universe works in various ways. And like you were talking about, like, like attracts, like, you know, everywhere you go, that law of attraction is in motion. And there are reasons why people approach you and talk to you. There are reasons why, um, you know, maybe someone's talking to you, you're out, you know, maybe getting Starbucks or something. And someone's talking about something that, you know, you're in school for right, right now. Or something that you need it. Yeah. Like get involved in that conversation. That conversation is happening for you and for the other person. Yeah. But so often we say, oh, that's 
none of my business. <laughs> and we run away and run for the hills and we get mad at ourselves. Yeah. people. I think people don't understand that your life could literally change in one day. It's all about who you know. It's all about who you know. It's all about who you're going to meet. It's all about the people in your life. Mm-hmm. That's why I said earlier, your network increases your net worth. Yeah. Build a team. Build a positive team. Build a healthy team. Build a team of winners. Mm-hmm. Winners hang around winners. Losers hang around losers. Right. Two sides of the coin. Do right. you want to be a winner or do you want to be a loser? Yeah. I know you don't want to be a loser, so find the winners. Winner circle. Right. Right. And if you're um, listening and and this is kind of ringing some bells for you and you're realizing that your circle is probably not what it could be or it needs to be improved or it needs to get better. You know, this is where a decision needs to be made. And, um, you know, we're not saying cut everybody off. We're just saying invite more in, embrace other people, try something new. Um, bring some some positivity into your life. Uh, put yourself out there. You'd be surprised yep. um, how many people will respond very positively, very positively to you, and how that's going to build your your self confidence as well. Yeah, and another thing, as far as cutting people off, mm-hmm. cut off the negative people. Too many times I see people trying to mix the positive with the negative, and they're expecting a positive result. That does not work. Stop mixing positivity with negativity and expecting something positive to happen in your life. No, no, no. Cut out the negative people. Cut out the people that are like messing up your life, draining your life. Get rid of it and move to the positive people. Yeah. They're going to help you to grow. Yes. I think it's hard for people to just like cut off those certain negative individuals because we have this sense of like loyalty to these individuals that have been in our lives for a long time. And we think, um, you know, their feelings are going to get hurt. They're going to, I mean, these are negative people. So they're obviously not going to have a positive reaction to you cutting them off. Um, and I think we're afraid of those, those reactions as well. But, um, you know, I think I'll, I'll tell you what what I've noticed happens is you don't necessarily have to like say, look, I can't talk to you anymore. You don't have to necessarily cut anybody off. It's really just about when you start networking with positive people, you don't have time for the negativity and it starts to filter itself out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. They just go away because they don't, they can't stand the positivity because they don't believe in it. Yeah. They go away. That's a good, that's a good reason you, you, you spoke about. They go away because they can't stand the positivity and they go away because they realize that you don't have any time for them anymore. And then they yeah. just start fading away day yeah. by day. You know, mm-hmm. you used to talk, you used to talk to them like, Five days a week. Now you only talk to them like four days a week. Three, two, one, boom. Now that's magic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the best kind of magic. Oh, it's such a relief too. Yeah. And who cares if they're butt hurt? Don't worry about it. They're talking to somebody else about you right now, and that's okay. Man, Let you got to do it because at the end of the day, you got to do you, man. You got to do what makes you happy. Oh, you got to yeah. do what, what's going to make you successful. You can't worry about anybody else no. if they if they don't want to move up then you got to leave them behind. Yeah. You know, if they don't want to move up, if they don't want to excel, if they don't want to better their lives, then you got to leave them behind. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. So for those people 
that are out there. And let's say, you know, for instance, um, people that maybe have a little bit more difficulty being one-on-one mm-hmm. with other people, putting themselves out there, whether it be for friendships or jobs or, um, you know, uh, different types of networking opportunities. Now we have this whole social media aspect to this where you can also do some networking. Yeah. And um, you had some ideas about this. Yeah. One of, one of the biggest things that I, that I thought about, instead of using social media to do like, Stuff that doesn't even matter. Like scroll on Facebook all day, watch funny videos. Taking quizzes taking about quizzes what kind of, of dog you are. Right? <laughs> I, I just did that. You can, oh, man. You, you can also use Facebook as a a tool. Yeah. An effective tool. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, especially LinkedIn. You can meet a lot of people in your field of interest. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're a therapist and you're looking for a physician, go on LinkedIn like map out the therapists in your area and start messaging them. Tell them about yourself. Tell them the university you graduated from. Tell them your area of interest. Say, look, I'm looking for a job. Are there any positions? Set up an interview with them and message 20 people, 30 people, 40 people, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. That's three platforms. Somebody's going to get back to you. Yeah. You know, that's another... That's another great way of networking. Right. Or email. Emailing still works. Emailing still works, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and if I feel like email is a little bit more personal, too, mm-hmm. uh, compared to some of the other social media platforms. You know, email has a little bit more of that personal touch to it. Yeah. So that would be a good way. You know, if you, if you really do struggle being one-on-one or if you just suck one-on-one, you know, start emailing people yeah. and put your feelers out there. And that's start and that's starting small. Right. That's that's just getting you to feel comfortable talking to people. Right. You know? And when you start emailing people and they start responding to you, you're gonna say to yourself, Oh, maybe I can go out there. You know? Yeah, that's true. So it kind of like boosts you it, a little bit. It maybe boosts to you. the next level. Yes. Got it. Yeah, that's okay. why you gotta start small. Okay, cool. Yeah. Start and LinkedIn, people, man. LinkedIn has so many resources. I mean, it's just like, it's incredible. And, you know, like a lot of people, if you're on LinkedIn, you know, you make connections with people. Like I have like something like 2000 connections. I don't know who any of these people are, but I do know what a lot of them do. A lot of them are in the field, you know, of addiction and mental health and motivation mm-hmm. and, and things like this. And you can send these messages. You just like, they're just email blasts. Like they're just messages and you just send all of your shit and just advertise yourself, you know, to everybody. And you do, you get some feedback from that. And, you know, we had a lot of people reach out to us for you deserve more uh, through LinkedIn, you yeah. know? So um, uh, it, it's worth a shot. I mean, take advantage of you, it. And that's the thing. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. It's free. Yeah. You don't even have to pay for it. Networking free advertisement. Is free. Right, exactly. Come on, man. So for those individuals in our recovery community that are listening, because we have a lot of, uh, we have, I think, mostly a recovery audience. Um, so networking is super important for 
those of us in addiction recovery because we need to find sponsors. We need to develop a sober support network that is very strong because if you have like one shady person, forget about it. Like you could really, you know, you could lose everything you're working for being involved with the wrong people. Um, you know, we need networking to know what meetings to go to, mm-hmm. uh, what treatment facilities are the best if we need help, um, what therapists work for us. You know, so this is this applies to you all, too, that are listening. This is really, really important as far as putting yourself out there. You know, we're very good at networking when we're in active addiction. We know how to find the resources that we need and we know how to sell ourselves and, and for good. lack of a better phrase. The best salesmen. <laughs> we're so good and we're surrounded by very resourceful people. But when it comes to uh, doing it in recovery, it can be very, very difficult to do. Um, but this applies to you guys too, you know, uh, going out there, starting a conversation with um, one of the things that helped me early on is just talking to people that are old timers in the program, people that really intimidate you because they're doing all the right stuff. Those are the people you want to network with. Um, When I was in early recovery, I surrounded myself with a bunch of old ladies in AA, you know, they were like 50 and older Mm -hmm. and I was the baby and they kept me together for quite a few years. Um, And I'm, I'm super grateful for that. And it was scary because they were always on, on my case, but, but that keeps you safe. So Networking like that is important in in the recovery community as well. And uh, looking for a sponsor, you know, just like anything else, right? Like if you're looking for a good boss, you want, and essentially a sponsor is kind of like the boss of your 12 steps. They're showing you what to do. They're trying to guide you through the process. You need to be looking for somebody that's really secure and strong someone you can really trust and has boundaries too yeah and that's another thing for people that are that are in recovery you gotta you gotta find a good a good family look for a family yeah good point you know family family that sounds so much better because it really is it is family yeah you're not chances are you're not with your biological family you need you need that family feel to surround you because you're going to be going through a lot of emotional ups and downs. Yeah. So you need that family feel surrounded with love, care, loyalty, commitment, somebody that's going to pick you up when you're down, somebody that's going to support you, somebody that's also going to challenge you in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. You know, you need that family, that security net. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they're going to they're going to push you to, you know, share in meetings about things you don't want to. They're going to push you to tell your story in front of an entire meeting. You know, just like what we're talking about as far as your career and as far as your social circle, you have to put yourself out there in recovery as well to see what you're made of. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more difficult. And you have a lot more that you're fighting because you have this history, this backstory. Um, and you're trying to prove to everyone that, you know, you've changed your life for the better. So that can be extra intimidating. But um, this is why you need a really good support network to push you through it and to show you that you can do it. Yeah, because even though you try, you can't do it by yourself. You know, 
A lot of people think yeah. that they can do it by themselves. Honestly, truth, the truth is you can't. So you can't gotta do sp- anything by yourself. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the Ben Motives phrases. Teamwork makes the dream work. I like that a lot. Okay, so, you know, just to recap, just try putting yourself out there, stretch, start a small conversation, identify with somebody, look for similarities, look for what you can offer them and what they can offer you, right? Yep. Um, Don't take anything personal. Don't be afraid of rejection. mm -hmm. Remember, no doesn't always mean no. Just because they say no, that doesn't mean that the other person is going to say no as well. Look for the yeses. Focus on the good things. Don't focus on the bad things. Absolutely. And of course, don't ever forget that if this was your last day, I mean, really, just to kind of motivate real quick. And let's just go out with this bang here. But if this was your last day, would you regret not doing what you know you should be doing and stretching yourself and challenging yourself. You probably would try not to live with regrets because tomorrow's never guaranteed. Just do it. You know, there's nothing I would rather somebody say no to me and I can deal with it, you know, and, and keep it moving than not even try, not even know what the answer was going to be. And then my life be over and then that's it. You know, and I know it's not death. You're not going to die. Yeah. You know, the worst thing that could happen is death. So you have nothing to lose. The, o- the only thing you got to lose or you're going to lose is your life. So let's make it happen, guys. You got this. Believe in yourself. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate all of your support. And uh, as always, we are super grateful uh, for our listeners to our listeners. And um, we're, we're hoping that you deserve more is reaching a lot of people and helping a lot of people out there. It looks like our listeners are uh, well, they're, they're definitely increasing. We have some people out there that are listening on a regular basis. We want, you know, we want you guys to know that we uh, see you, we recognize you and we appreciate you. We don't know who you are personally because we're not able to see. Uh, but if we could see, we would thank you personally. Um, please keep tuning in and feel free to, of course, message the show. Uh, if there's anything that you want Ben Motives and I to discuss, whether it, you know, if it anything in your your life challenges that are going on, motivation, anything regarding addiction recovery, we're here to help you. This is why we do this. Um, Please visit our Facebook page at You Deserve More. You can find Ben Motives on Instagram uh, at Ben Motives for motivation under a minute. Uh, you can also find me on my YouTube channel, Jill Stellaccio. And um, of course, always on this podcast every Monday with a new episode. Thank you so much, Ben, for uh, being here again. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. And we will see you guys next week. Have an incredible week. Take good care.